Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 Podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com, and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Hey, this is KJ, and I have a question for you. When was the last time you got something nice for yourself? (laughs) That's what I thought. So why not visit www.theblurredsyndicate.com and get something that will help you express who you really are. They've got shirts, mugs, purses, mouse pads, and even aprons for the grillers of the family. So if you're a fan of anime, pro wrestling, or hell, even the Golden Girls, the Blurred Syndicate has got you covered. Also, if you use the code LLC20 at checkout, you'll get 20% off your order. So what are you waiting on? I got mine. Come get yours. And remember to join the BS. Hey, this is Butter So Fly of Powerlines Poetry here to let you know anytime I feel good, I have to look good. So you have to listen to me. Make sure you go to gurudesigns.com. Use a three instead of an E. The website is great. So you can get something for yourself. And then she makes custom clothes for men too. And guess what? I got a promo code for you. Use 20 slash 20 and it'll get you 15% off of any order, $25 or more. You can't beat that. Go to gurudesigns.com. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose. Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews. The hottest be coming through, jumping knowledge on all that you get. A bigger the front of you with the truth that they offer you. Yeah, hands up, we doing it for the culture. To give artists and businesses more exposure. Keeping the real and stay silent just like a boulder. It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower. Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower. But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer. Moreover, success, my older. And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like folders. I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll. Well, we'll be on a whole different we like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like Stevie Wonder waking up with his eyes closed. Yeah, got the kind of flow that rocked the boat. On my 16s of pounds of dope. And if you figure you can hang with me on the mic, then grab some rope. Matter of fact, better grab some hope while you at it. We keep it live, it's time to tune in. Turn up the sound on what you're using. It goes so hard, I think it's bruising. The show is 2020, no need to zoom in. Yeah. Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And today I'm on location. I'm not at the studio today. I had to come up to see my guy, Malcolm Seals. How you doing today, bro? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, How about you? I can't call it. You know, that's what old folks say. So <laughs> let's let's get right into it, man. Malcolm, if anybody was to ask, what is it that Malcolm Seals do? Because I know I haven't seen that name. What does Malcolm Seals do? Man, I do a lot of things. Uh, so first off, my, my title is a realtor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we handle, I handle buying and selling transactions. Um, I do it all from um, needing to know what you need to do to buy a house, how it works, um, from dreaming of buying a home to actually being a homeowner. Mm-hmm. Um, understanding the housing market, so I try to make sure I educate my people. And so the thing is like, uh, 
I try to help people understand exactly how the real estate market works, how to build wealth off of it. Yeah. I got clients right now that are making 40, 50 grand off a house they bought a couple of years ago. And so like not only do we talk about how to become a homeowner, but also how to buy or how to sell. So you're able to cash out. Instead of putting money in the dirt, you understand there's a cycle with this and like there's a way to make money off of it without you having to work and bust your back to be able to make it. That makes sense. And, and that's the purpose of us having this conversation. Um, usually when people talk about owning a home, they think about all the, the hard parts. You know, oh, yeah. They talk about, uh, man, my credit got to be all the way in the 800s. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, my, yeah. my rate's going to be through the roof because my credit ain't where it's supposed to be. So I wanted to kind of start dispelling that. Yeah. Because like we were saying before we hit the record button, uh, this current situation with the economy yeah. and renting yeah. versus owning and, and mortgages versus actual rent is getting kind of crazy. It is. You know, getting so out of hand. I, I wanted to talk to someone one-on-one, and like I said, I did an open uh, poll on Facebook. Shout out to everybody who commented. And uh, your name came up in my DMs. People said your name on the status, <laughs> and then people DM'd me. Yeah. Yo, you need to talk to him, 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 him. Oh, man, that's so, awesome. Love. I appreciate that, everybody. Thank you. Know, you. Yo, so let's let's get into it. So okay. you were talking about you, you encourage and you educate. Yeah. So let's talk about that aspect, because one of the things that I'm finding out, because I'm looking in and trying to adapt myself to possibly being a homeowner in the yep. future. What are some of the, I guess, tales that that, that, that plague our community? Because a lot of people think it's unattainable. Yeah. What are some of the things that you just feel out flat out untrue? Uh, so the thing about having to have perfect credit, um, definitely untrue. Uh, as low as 580, you can purchase a home. Wow. Um, you got to have 20% on the down payment. There are a lot of programs right now, even outside of down payment assistance, where you're putting down zero dollars to purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of myths where, oh, not only do you have to have the 20% down, but you got to pay closing costs. Um, even through the pandemic, we've still been having success with being able to get our clients closing costs paid for by sellers. So wow. um, you're talking, I mean, people, I have clients that are literally spending $1,000 to buy a house and getting money back at closing. So, uh, yeah, it, it not only is it affordable at this point, but I mean, like you say, anybody can afford it. And it's always a benefit, you know, versus renting. But um, I think those are kind of the big myths that a lot of people say that kind of dishearten them or kind of throws them away or deters them. I think, you know, people get their credit ran all the time by lenders and, and get told one thing or another. But uh, for most people, you know, no knock to people that do credit repair, but credit repair isn't always the best option for people. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times... Depending on what you have on your credit, you can get everything taken care of and be able to purchase a home within 12 months. Interesting. That's on the worst tape. That's 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 a lot of info right there. <laughs> so let's 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 backpedal a little bit. All right. Uh, you mentioned credit because yeah. that's that's the number one thing that yeah. I hear people talk about. Yeah. So you mentioned like low as a five eight. Yeah. And and what's interesting is, and this is just of course hearsay. Yeah. I've I've heard stories of you need to have your credit at like a six fifty. Yeah, a six sixty. That's where you want. You know what I'm saying. And hearing that piece of info does make it a little bit easier because it makes it feel like the door is open. You oh, know yeah. what I'm saying. And I'm oh, not yeah. saying shoot for the lowest. Oh yeah. Shoot for the highest. Oh yeah. But it just shows that the breakdown in communication. Oh yeah, it's a big gap because there. So the thing about it is that five eighty down payment you, to have some cash on hand helps out a lot. Mm-hmm. But you got down payment assistance programs. They're giving up to ten grand. So, I mean, that pretty much takes care of, yeah, down payment all the way around. At 640, then you qualify for programs where you don't have to worry about putting out a down payment. Mm-hmm. I think we just found a lending partner that's at like 635, 636. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you have a higher credit score, then it makes it to where you can save a lot more money. 
I think USDA is up to like 650 or 680. I may be off on that, but I mean, that's another option where 100% financing. So, I mean, even on a low end, you, there's still help out there for you to be able to purchase without having to pay a arm and a leg to be able to get that house. See, that's amazing, man. Like just, just hearing that, and, and forgive me, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing those that came before us, <laughs> but you know how the older generation feels like if you don't do it their way, it's wrong. So this is the big thing that I took away from the difference between my generation and the generation before us is I think when you look at home ownership back then, it was, I'm, this is my forever home. So mm -hmm. mom bought a 3-1 and mom bought a 3-2 and like it was in the hood or it was in a nice area and mom is still there right now. Versus like one thing I tell my clients when you purchase, this isn't a forever home. If you're under 30, more than likely your life, is, your life and your lifestyle is going to change. So when you think about it, you really just want to get something where in two to four years, two to five years, I can sell it, make me some money and buy something else. Mm -hmm. The very best thing that can happen is not only maybe you take advantage of the down payment assistance, but maybe you get the 100% financing program. Uh, let's say you live in the house for five years, you walk away with 20 grand, you take that money and go buy a rental property and now you're playing a different ball game. Sure. And so when you look at it in that sense, it's, it's always based on where you get your information and how much are you really wanting to learn because the market isn't the same as it was 30 years ago. That's true. And so at the end of the day, if you get your advisement from grandma or mom who's, you know, 30, 40, 50 years older than you, you might be getting outdated information that kind of puts you behind the eight ball. So you're pretty much shooting yourself in the foot from, from the get-go. That makes sense. Yeah, it does. You don't want to base your... Uh Experience is not based on someone else. Yep. It's best to take advice versus, you know, following it like long. Yep. I respect yep. that. I respect that. Now, you use the key term that I, I like to shed light on. You said the market. Yeah. Now, I understand what that means, but could you break that down in a sense, what that means for everybody who's listening? Uh, so, what the market is or how the market is made up is pretty much activity going on with houses. So, mm -hmm. when you look at real estate market, it's what are houses selling for, what are houses actively asking for as far as sales pricing, and what are houses under contract at? So that gives you like an idea or a picture of exactly what's going on as far as uh, is, if the house is overpriced, if the house is underpriced. Mm -hmm. um, when you look at past sales, so year over year, that gives you a gauge as far as if houses are appreciating, which most assets do versus depreciating, which a lot of people are quote unquote waiting on that bubble to pop. Mm -hmm. But um, that, that kind of makes up the market. Does that answer your question? Yeah, give you kind absolutely. Of absolutely. It's just the current state of home buying yep. for an area. Yeah. You know, long story short. I like the way you broke that down. Yeah. And and the tactic of waiting for, like I said, the bubble pop, waiting for those prices to drop. So yep. you're not overpaying for a house. Yeah. If you do sell, you're not losing money. Exactly. On the other end. So exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's talk about this though. We talked about education. Mm -hmm. We talked about key terms. Let's talk about Trying to think of a great way to say this. Things you can do to prepare yourself. Yeah. Preparation, I guess. Yeah. What What are some some preparation techniques that you give? You know, people that are interested may not be today, may not be tomorrow, oh, maybe yeah. a year from now. What are some yep. things you tell people to do? So, like, I honestly believe the people who prepare, you know, a year out in advance are probably the ones who are the absolute most prepared. Mm -hmm. um, so when you look at like the things you can do, the first thing, of course, is save money mm -hmm. um, because with you owning a home, you have to take on maintenance costs. Um, we have ways where like most of our buyers get uh, home warranty, so it limits out-of-pocket expenses for the first year. Mm -hmm. okay. um, but at the same time, you may want to change the carpet, you may want to paint, you may want to update appliances, things that add value to the property. And so the more money you have saved, the more money you can invest into the property, which gives you a bigger return on the back end. Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, let's say if it's somebody who may be credit challenged, 
Um, we do a lot of calls and we talk to a lot of people and um, the one thing we hear is, oh, my credit isn't there, I'm going to get with a credit repair person or I'm going to just wait and figure it out on my own versus we always recommend go ahead and get them with the mortgage lender. So we work with some really great mortgage partners who they can pull your credit tomorrow and say, hey, you literally only have to do A, B, C, and D and you are approved to buy a house. Wow. And so instead of you, exactly, instead of working in the dark and you saying, I'm going to figure this out on my own, like you rely on the professionals and the people who will pretty much guide and gauge you all the way through to kind of get you there. Um, and so that helps out a lot because you got to think if your goal is to own a home in 2023, uh, we're rolling into June next week. And so let's say if you get with the mortgage lender next week and they say you're six months away from buying a house. At that moment, you know from the person that is giving you the money that your goal is achievable of you being able to buy a home because in six months you're in December. So if you do everything they tell you to do by January, you are literally ready to start shopping. Man, that's interesting. And then I like how you said, you dispelled that myth of not talking to the lender before you're ready. Oh man, you definitely want to talk to the lender because I think a lot of people get it confused where they want to lie to the lender or they try to get an attitude or they want to fight the lender when, like I have to explain to my clients, the lender's literally on our side. Mm -hmm. If you have anything going on, like they're the one you want to tell because um, in order for them to make this equal for everybody, the lender isn't the end all be all. So most people get it confused if they think the lender is a person who accepts or declines or approves your loan. They're not. They submit that file to another party that's kind of, they may work for the company, they may not, but the underwriting. And so when underwriting takes a look at it, the lender is the one that's fighting for you. They're the one that gets to talk to that person. So when they understand your situation and they understand how it works in mortgage talk, they can make it work and make it make sense for the person who's going to approve the loan for you. If you get started early, that gives you all the more chance to be able to get everything done that you need to so that when they look at that credit profile, it looks just the way it needs to for them to say you're good to go. Awesome, man. I love that. Yeah. I, I like that you're changing that stigma and turn it into, you know, it's, it's kind of like a partnership. Yeah. Because you're right. Because if we're not buying houses, what are lenders doing? Exactly. You know? And I think it goes on the flip side, too, because I think when you talk to a realtor and especially like I have clients that will call me all the time and we'll literally get into like understanding the long term of this. And so if you think about it, not only is it about you buying that house, but if you think in five years you make 20 to 40 grand on a house by selling it. I mean, what does that do for you in regards to what you're able to do for your family and changing generational wealth all the way around? That's true. Because like with my clients, when we talk long term, we start talking, OK, two to five years, you're going to sell. When you sell, you're going to buy another house. When you buy another house, you're going to buy a couple rental properties. And let's say if you make three to five hundred dollars per rental property, you get two. That's six to six hundred to a thousand dollars a month. Yeah. Free money. Free money. And if you run it back and you do that every couple of years, because think most people our age, we like to move anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, we're used to renting, so I mean most people move every two to two to five years anyway. But if you get uh, paid to actually do that, and you kind of understand the cycle, I mean in ten years, if you move every two years, I mean, it's five times you'll get a check at $20,000. That's a hundred grand you made in 10 years without working a single extra hour. Just moving. Just moving. And with programs you have right now to actually purchase rental property, I mean, you could buy a rental property for $5,000 at a $50,000 sales price. And so if you're talking making 20 grand a pop, I mean, you can easily buy two houses and still save 10 grand. And you look up and you have five houses and $50,000 in your bank account, just strictly from buying and selling, taking care of your credit and purchasing property and then moving off of it the right way. That's amazing. Yep. Okay, okay, man. Look, I love the way that you break it down and make it sound so simple. How long have you been in this field? Uh, so I'm in my seventh year now. Mm -hmm. It'll be seven full years in October. All right. Yeah. Well, you definitely sound like it. You know, <laughs> you make it sound <laughs> plain. And that's one of the things that I advocate for. Don't don't make it 
complicated. Oh yeah, man. I'm a simple guy. I believe in just keeping it simple. At the end of the day, mm -hmm. um, the people that taught me the game and like how they operate and how they grew their business and their wealth was kind of the thing that motivated me. And like it was as simplistic as possible. No complications to it. It's just a wheel being rolled, not mm -hmm. you know having to create a wheel. So okay, yeah. okay. Any other tips you may have for like a first time home buyer or just somebody who's just I guess scared to dip their toe into the field, you know? Um, the one thing I would say is just do it. I mean, reach out. Um, there are a lot of realtors in the city, whether it's my team or somebody else. Reach out and just make sure you get somebody that actually cares about what you got going. Mm -hmm. um, not just looking to sell a house and make a check. Um, at the end of the day, I think it's a lot of people that get rubbed the wrong way and that deters them. Mm -hmm. But I think at the end of the day, like there are a lot of very nice and knowledgeable people out here that will like hold their hand and get them where they need to go for sure. Just got to kind of trust them and, and really just step out there on it. All right, all right. I like the way you hold that, you know, uh, integrity piece going first overall, yeah. you know, versus making the check. Because I also believe that a lot of people are deterred because of that. Yeah. That that fear of um, someone just trying to make money off you, you know. It's just like anything else. I mean, you got good mechanics out there, bad mechanics. Good car salespeople, bad car salespeople. It goes the same way with realtors. But I think the thing is, is like this is such a big purchase where you asking a few extra questions sometimes really makes a difference and you understand and if this person really has my best interest at heart or if they just had their own best interest at heart, which makes a big deal when it comes to actually buying a home because you got negotiations on a lot of different levels. And so you want somebody who's not only going to go to fight for you, but like actually cares about what's going to happen so that you're taken care of when you get ready to actually purchase. Thanks. Like anything that you would tell someone like as far as doing homework, you know, because I find myself looking at properties all the time. Yeah. Are there any like things or tips you would tell people to look out for or little tidbits or nuggets that you think of? So it is like a wealth of information out there. Like uh, if I tried to combat everything, we'd probably be here for another hour. I think <laughs> the, the best thing I can say is like, like they say, it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. Mm -hmm. So like really reach out to some people. Like at the end of the day, we work with probably, I mean, I mean on an easy day, five different lenders. So, I mean, we can literally line you up with a bunch of different people and you call them back to back and just ask questions, pick their brain. Because, I mean, when you think about the fact that you're about to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, I mean, do you really want to rush it? Do you really want to, you know what I mean? Like, just jump in with somebody and say, hey, let's do a sell me a house. Like, shoot, no, I wouldn't. I want somebody who I can literally, like, we can have a conversation, we can talk because, I mean, it's relatability. You got over 2,000 realtors in the city. Somebody will take their time to, like, teach you and educate you. Because you can get on Google and you'll find so much misinformation. Um, I can literally tell somebody who's been on Google all day and they've been watching YouTube all day because they'll start throwing terms out there that like we don't even do around here. And so you know what I mean. Then it's where I have to like uneducate to like actually educate you properly. And then from there, like you can really understand strategy on you know what I mean. Like not only like how to do it, but what you want to do so you can actually be able to make a, a, a smart uh, move. You know what? And do you think that that I guess determination on self education is like a lack of trust? It is. I do. Um, I know myself included. I mean, I jump on Google all the time, but I think especially in a changing time with the way the market is like that expertise, like pays dividends well over. I mean, for a buyer to work with a buyer's agent, you don't spend any money up front. It costs you absolutely no money to reach out to an agent and start asking questions. At the end of the day, like we make really good money. So, I mean, I don't never have a problem answering questions because I mean, this is what I do for a living. Whether you're going to buy today or five years from now, like you understand it is me doing my job. Because at the end of the day, when I say the house to somebody else, like the fact that we're becoming homeowners, it makes a big difference, especially with our generation because we got so far to go, you know? That's true. Yeah. That's true, man. Man, Malcolm, you answered. <laughs> I had a list of questions. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get them stumped on this. <laughs> no, you, you've killed every single question, brother. Yeah. Um, 
if anybody wanted to contact you, whether yep. to, to discuss real estate or just pick your brain, what's the best way to reach you? Um, if you're on social media, we're on Facebook heavy. Uh, you can go to our team page, the Malcolm Seals team. Uh, myself and anybody on my team will be able to pick up. I think that'll probably get you the best response right now. Um, so I welcome anybody and all questions, but like right now, we're just like super swamped. Myself, like <laughs> head above water with the market changing, like we are adapting. I'm, I'm kind of like fully loaded. Um, but my cell phone number is always on uh, 251-802-2275. Um, they can always text me, call me. One thing about me, if I miss your call, I'll call you back. So um, yeah, I definitely get them laced up and I'll get them off to one of my buyer agents and they'll take care of them with uh, open arms for sure. For sure, for sure. Any emails or anything? I know I got a couple people that love the email. Oh, yeah. My email is uh, Malcolm, M-A-L-C-O-L-M, Seals, S-E-A-L-S, at me, M-E, dot com. That's it. All right, y'all heard it best, man. Malcolm Seals, you, if you got a question, ask this man. Oh, he yeah. definitely sound like he knows his name, man. And that's plenty of people that's vouching for him. That was in my inbox. If you screenshot. <laughs> So, brother, thank you so much, man. Take the time out you this storming day. Oh, yeah, man. I appreciate the opportunity for sure. No, not at all. Not at all. Now I got to navigate getting back in <laughs> So, man, with that being said, this is Boy Sir and uh, Malcolm Seals. We out. Hey, this is Mystique. This is Mr. Everlasting. And this is the safe word. Safe word. Y'all make sure y'all join us every first and third Friday of the month every month we are in season three season three y'all already know what it is man tap in